You are listening to the Piedmont Church Podcast. To learn more about Piedmont Church, including our gathering times in Macon, you can visit us online at piedmontchurch.net. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn there with me. We're going to be, as Hunter read, we're going to be in Jonah chapter 3. Jonah chapter 3 this morning. Uh, As you're turning there, uh, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been in a chaotic situation? Uh, One in which you didn't know that it was chaos until it was too late. You know what I'm saying? One of those situations where uh, you're in the moment, whatever it is, and maybe uh, the storm, so to speak, is brewing, but you have no idea that it's brewing. Like you're there and all of a sudden you witness firsthand absolute and utter chaos. In 2014... Uh, the San Francisco Giants are playing the Kansas City Royals for the World Series. And the, the city of San Francisco was ecstatic. The, the game goes to Game 7, or the series goes to Game 7. And uh, they are just overjoyed for the ability and the, the potential to win this game. They end up winning the game. San Francisco beats Kansas City. And man, the city is erupting in joy, and if you've ever been in an environment like that, it's crazy. There's just so much fun going on, but there's also just like this edge. There's a moment where something can go wrong, and if you have paid attention to history, you know where I'm going. Something goes wrong. I have a picture of of what started as joy and ended up in burning down the city of San Francisco. I mean, imagine what would happen if they lost, right? Like, I mean, this is, this is in the moment of joy. They're going, yes, yes, now let's steal, burn, and, you know, pillage the village kind of deal. Like, I don't understand what is happening, but this is a moment of chaos that I'm sure fans went to just going, hey, I'm going to go see a good game, and, you know, we won, and they're excited, and all of a sudden, it shifted. Things went crazy. Another story, in 2011, I talked about what would happen if you you lost. Well, Vancouver is playing for the Stanley Cup. They end up losing. Well, that's not going to stop some people. And so, you know, this is what some of the people did after a loss. You know, they just, right in the middle of a riot, they just make out on the streets. I mean, this is, you know, so, but either way, they find themselves, these people, these cities, find themselves in the midst of chaotic situations. I, I don't know about you. I don't, I don't know, you know, where you've been and what situations you've found yourself in. Recently, I, I was watching uh, uh, the untold biography um, documentary of a guy named Manti Teo. He's a football player, played for Notre Dame. I won't, uh, I think I have a picture of the kind of the cover of it, but I, I won't go into the full detail of it. But basically, this, this athlete, student athlete, was extremely successful. I mean, he was a Heisman Trophy candidate. He was going to the NFL Everything was looking up for him, and then all of a sudden, the world went crazy, and here's what happened. He was, he'd been dating this girl and talking to her online and phone calls and FaceTime, sort of, and some other things, and then he finds out that his grandmother passes away, and then a couple of hours later, he finds out that his, his girlfriend passes away, and so is a good dude, and so he's like, you know what, I'm going to dedicate my senior season to these people, and he goes out, and he plays lights out. I mean, he has an amazing senior season. He, in case you don't know anything about football, he's a defensive player who gets, you know, who qualifies for the Heisman Trophy Award. That's a big 
deal. And he finds out in all of this story that the girlfriend who died didn't exist. And his world comes crashing down. And I'm sure there were moments where he was going, why couldn't I see the storm building? Why, why could, and they even went back in this documentary like, how, why did, I mean, you were talking to this person. Did you not know, you know that it wasn't her and you know, this, that, and the other? And they're making all these arguments, and they're pretty cogent, sound arguments to go, he has no idea that his world is brewing this crazy, chaotic storm until one moment, and he wakes up and he goes, wow. And in that moment, it was... It's too late. It's over. It's already, it's already happened. Maybe you found yourself in a situation like that. You, you've been going down a path, and you don't think it's that chaotic. You don't think it's that crazy, but then all of a sudden, something happens, and chaos ensues. It's in moments like these when our eyes are open, and we can see the reality of the situation we find ourselves in. The Bible talks about this. The Bible reveals really... That every single person, every human to ever walk this earth experiences chaos and darkness. But here's the reality. We're not aware of it because Satan has a hold on this world. 2 Corinthians 4.4 says the God of this world, talking about Satan, has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ who is the image of God. In essence, what he's saying is that every single person is experiencing constantly the storms that are building and the chaos in the world. But if you are outside of Christ, meaning you do not have a, a relationship with Jesus, you don't follow Him, the truth is you don't recognize chaos the same way that a Christ follower recognizes chaos. Because you, you haven't kind of seen the full picture of the Gospel. It is only through the love and the grace of Jesus that we can see the truth of the world that lies in front of us. And the truth is that we are all, every single one of us, in the midst of chaos. But here's the glory of the gospel, and here's the glory of the picture that we're going to see in this, chapter, in this portion of this chapter in Jonah. That there's a better way. Like, there's a way to escape chaos. Maybe you find yourself this morning in a chaotic situation, a relationship, a situation at work, or... Whatever it is, you're in a, a, a moment, a season that just feels absolutely chaotic. And like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. The good news is that through Jesus, there's a light. There, there's a way out of whatever you find yourself in. And we're going to look at this story as we dive into the person and the king of Nineveh. So as Hunter read, we're going to begin in chapter 3, verse 6. But before we get there... In case you haven't been following along with us, I want to make sure kind of we're all on the same page. So maybe you were raised to know the story of Jonah. You were raised to understand that uh, here's a guy who is a, a prophet of God. He's called to go preach to the people in Nineveh. Most of us didn't realize and don't realize oftentimes that Nineveh is a pretty dangerous place. It's a violent city. So why does Jonah run from God? Because he doesn't want to die in Nineveh. And so he runs. Matter of fact, he runs four times as far from God as the calling originally he was to go to God. But along the way, God sends a storm, and so Jonah is on the boat in the middle of a crazy storm, and the, 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 the crew of the ship goes, this is not a normal storm. What's going on? And so they say, 
we, we got to figure out what this is a God sent storm. And so we got to figure out what's going on. So they start praying and casting lots and figure out and 